Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. The Shepherd's Crook exists to provide care, counsel, and resources for pastors. You can get more information at theshepherdscrook.co. My name is Jared Sparks, and I'm a pastor coming alongside other pastors, reminding them of the chief pastor. Okay, so here's the deal. I'm going to give it a shot, just kind of shooting at the hip on this episode. In the previous episodes, I had them all planned out, organized, and I just want to talk to you today specifically about baby boomer pastors, and I want to give you a parable, and I want to tell you about why there's been so many church plans over the last 15 to 20 years, and hopefully, through considering some things about these boomer pastors, we can, as younger men, I'm 35, so I'm in the upper end, some would call me a millennial, some would call me a generation, the zennials or whatever that's before millennials. But I want to save you from becoming what we despise in so many boomer pastors. Boomer pastors, I'm sorry if you're listening in. I'm going to use some caricatures of you, and I'm not saying this about every boomer pastor, but I'm going to talk somewhat in negative terms about many boomer pastors, but hang with me because if you look at your peers, kind of look around and maybe into yourself, you might find that some of the things that uh, are the caricatures of the boomer pastor generation might even be true of you. And we'll just see. But I need some prayer. Uh, I need some wisdom from the Lord. So let's just go to him and ask for help. Father, I really need your help in this. I don't want to be offensive in any way. I do want to be helpful. And especially with this episode, thinking about younger men who are in the pastorate and needing to start off right and not repeat the mistakes of so many of our predecessors and even the many of the mistakes of the boomer pastor generation help us to learn from everything we can from older pastors and then also learn positively from all the negative things that we've seen from older pastors help us not repeat mistakes that have happened before us help us not to become the very men who have hurt so many of us and father we just need your leading it's in jesus name we pray amen uh, let me just give you a little bit of a parable this is something that I've experienced, and I'm thinking many of you you have experienced as well. I grew up in a church that was really an interesting church. God did a real work there. It was full of 30-somethings in the 80s and in the 90s, a church of five, 600 people. And the next generation leaders were growing and getting older and being gifted by the Lord to lead and to serve. And what we began to notice as we got older and into our 20s, and I went away to college and moved back, but what we noticed is that the boomer-aged leaders were very uncomfortable with younger leaders. And what we noticed is that we began to get a stiff arm. And yes, we needed a bridle, we needed a bit in our mouth. We were ambitious and young and arrogant. Yes. But we were pushed away. And today, that church has completely imploded. Now, they're hanging on, they got some new leadership, and it seems like God may be doing a work there to bring some restoration, so praise God. But I think it's common with boomer pastors, and many of you have experienced this, to be pushed away by insecure boomers. Now, over the last 15, 20, 30 years, there's been just an explosion of church planting, and there are some supernatural and natural reasons why. Let me just give you a natural reason, I think, as to why there's been so much church planting. Baby boomer pastors were really terrible financially. And they had to continue in ministry as a job, as a vocation, as a way to make money because they weren't ready for retirement. Many of them lived in parsonages, still do live in parsonages, have no equity built, and have no way to retire. Therefore, young leaders 
became a threat to their very livelihood. The boomer and the buster, or the the greatest generation, those pastors, because they weren't financially able to retire, they had to hold on. They just had to hold on. So every young leader that came around that was gifted, that could preach as good as them, or almost as good as them, or who could lead, who had a strong following within the church, they got so nervous and pushed them away. And therefore, my generation and the millennial generation all the pastors of the last 15 or 20 years, um, the generation even above me, have said, well, what are we going to do? We have this calling. We have this gifting from the Lord. And so across the country, we've seen traditional churches split, and we've seen young leaders go and plant churches. And there's it's just a really natural explanation. Boomer pastors weren't ready to retire financially. The next big wave of church planting I think is going to happen when millennial pastors about 30 years from now get to retirement age. And millennial pastors, hear me say this. If you don't do make some wise financial choices now, and if you don't buy a house and build some equity, and if you're not prepared like at a heart level to not be a pastor, then you're going to become the same. I mean, that caricature of the boomer pastor, you're going to become that pastor. And it's going to be 30 years down the road and you're going to push young leaders away because you can't retire financially. You're going to become what you've hated for so many years. It's going to be you. So we have to prepare now financially for the future and also just a heart level because so many boomer pastors, their identity is so tied to their work. If you're a boomer pastor, you are more than a pastor. You are not at an identity level your work. Go back and listen to the podcast that I put out on calling who is a pastor, those questions of identity, and maybe God can do a restorative work in your heart now to make you ready to be able to not be a pastor anymore. It is okay to move on. It's not, you know, going to the grave. It's not saying that you just need to throw up. There's 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 nothing left for you to do, and God doesn't have any more plans for you, and just none of that kind of stuff. But you just don't have to be a pastor anymore. It's okay. You can be secure enough to move forward. So a lot of the church planning that's happened over the last few years is just like the parable I told at the beginning at the church, the church I was a part of. The story goes, young leaders come up, older leaders are nervous. So millennial pastor, young pastor, right now, you have to prepare for 30 years down the road. That happens one day at a time, one decision at a time. And right now, if you have debt, you got to get out of debt. You have to. Okay, it's coming up on Christmas time. If you get more debt, that's going to have consequences for the next year of your life. And that credit card debt that you get is going to have consequences for the next decade of your life. And it will affect the man you are 30 years down the road. The decisions you make now financially will in a lot of ways determine whether or not you can financially retire And it will be more difficult for you to finish well, to gather peers that are younger than you and disciple peers younger than you the older you get because you will have a growing nervousness about them. They're going to take my livelihood. It starts today. People may make fun of this. Learn from Larry Burkett. Learn from, what is the new guy? Dave Ramsey. Learn from Dave Ramsey about how to do money you got to get a handle on this. And if you're in your 20s right now, the 20s is the decade that so many people get in just a financial train wreck and it takes the next 20 to 30 years to get out of it. You can get ahead of the game now. Open a Roth IRA through TD Ameritrade. Open, open a, an IRA. Get on Robinhood or get 
on M1 Finance and start investing money. Put money back so you don't have to get down the road and become that angry guy, that angry pastor who just has just set in his ways and doesn't like young leaders and pushes everybody away. Millennials, if we will do things right, if you will do things right, guys in your 30s and 40s, if you'll do things right financially, it will free you up from the pressures of being in your late 50s, early 60s, and into your 70s feeling like you just have to hold on. I'm pleading with you now. Get some things right now. Larry Burkett used to say, live like no one else now so you can live like no one else later. And if you need some quick financial tips, interest will either make you money or it will keep you broke. Learn how that works. Figure that statement out. How is it going to make me money? How will it make me broke? Think about it. Figure it out and make some godly, wise decisions moving forward. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit theshepherdscrook.co. For care and counsel, please call, text, or email to set up a session. You can follow The Shepherd's Crook on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And please consider sharing this episode and leaving a review on iTunes or whatever other podcast platform you use. And let me encourage you to remember Jesus Christ.